Well, this year, all over the world and across many denominations, the 500th anniversary of the Reformation is being recognized. Now, for us here at Wycliffe College, this is significant because we know how profoundly the Reformation affected the church. But how would you explain what was at the heart of the Reformation for someone who hadn't studied it? Perhaps you would start with some what is sometimes called the five solas, five short Latin phrases that emerged to summarize the Reformers' theological convictions about the essentials of Christianity. Sola scriptura, scriptures alone, are our highest authority. Sola gratia, we are saved by the grace of God alone. Solus Christus, Jesus Christ alone is our Lord, Savior, and King. Soli Deo Gratia, Soli Deo Gloria. We live for the glory of God alone. And last but certainly not least, Sola Fide, faith alone. We are saved through faith alone in Jesus Christ. Well, our passage from Romans 3, like so much of Paul's letter to the Romans, speaks about faith. But what exactly is this thing called faith, and what difference does it make? We live in a culture in which faith means to many people something between dogged positivity and wishful thinking. It's often seen as a feeling that is rooted in the self, manufactured by the self, and useful or harmful, depending on who you talk to, to the self. Faith, as described in Scripture, and so as understood by the Reformers, is something far more substantive than wishful thinking. In the letter to Romans alone, Paul describes faith as the root of obedience, an instrument of justification, the pathway to righteousness. Luther, who particularly loved the letter to the Romans, described faith this way. Faith is a work of God in us, which changes us and brings us to birth anew from God. It kills the old Adam, makes us completely different people in heart, mind, senses, and all our powers, and brings the Holy Spirit with it. What a living creative, active, powerful thing is faith, wrote Luther. It is impossible that faith ever stop doing good. Faith doesn't ask whether good works are to be done, but does before it is asked, it has done them. It is always active. Far from being a feeling rooted and manufactured and useful to the self, the reformers saw faith as a trust in the saving, redeeming, restoring work of Christ, stirred up by the Holy Spirit and bringing about righteousness for the glory of God. Certainly, they recognize faith as a human response, but rather than dogged positivity manufactured by the self, they saw faith as a humble confidence rooted in God's presence, power, and grace, whether in times of ease or hardship. 
Now, for sure, some people do experience faith in times of ease. Perhaps you've been especially aware of God and faith and your own faith in God in such times when perhaps you're out in the beauty of nature and you're seized by awe and wonder at God's creative power. Or perhaps when you've read or studied or heard something profound that has moved you to a new level of understanding and action. Or when during worship, perhaps, you've had a powerful sense of God's healing or convicting or loving presence. But as lovely as such experiences are, surely these can only be the merest measure of faith for they lean so heavily on our natural responses. A deeper faith in God is that which defies natural surroundings, thoughts, or feelings. As any parish priest will tell you, faith is a hope that remains when someone is devastated by a son's suicide, digging through the rubble of a flooded home, gasping for their own last breath, or staring into the face of some serious moral failure. Faith is an assurance that exists in spite of any natural response. It is a hope and conviction that a new and much better reality is already on the way. And we can live into that reality in the here and now. Probably one of the the best-known verses about faith is Hebrews 11.1. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And it's not just talking about any old thing, but a particular thing. In fact, faith says the most amazing things to people in the direst of circumstances when you're not in the beauty of nature or belting out your favorite hymn, but are losing your eyesight and hearing are stuck alone in a wheelchair in some miserable nursing home, faith will say, you are nonetheless advancing towards a glory that will exceed all other glories, known or unknown. When you honestly admit those private thoughts that you wouldn't want anyone else to know about, the ones that reveal the true depth of your character flaws, it is then that faith can say, these are nonetheless giving way to Christ-likeness because God is at work in you, bringing you to new life. A righteousness apart from the law has been made known, Paul writes. But let's be clear, this righteousness extends beyond us as individuals. Faith says that the condition of sin, endemic to the human condition, has already been dealt its death blow. The chains have already dropped off, and people who have lived their whole lives as slaves to sin are now learning to live into a new identity as children of God and brothers and sisters of Christ. Faith stirs people all over the world to act for a kingdom of justice, peace, and mercy, a kingdom that, while yet to be fully realized, is on its way. It is faith that lets us croak out 
this is my father's world. Let me ne'er forget that though the wrong seems off so strong, he is the ruler yet. Well, we've explored very briefly what faith is and the difference it makes. And, and someone might still well ask, but how can I grow in Christian faith and the righteousness it brings? Well, for the reformers, being immersed in the story of God's saving work in our Lord Jesus, as revealed throughout the entirety of the Bible, was key. A righteousness apart from the law has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify, wrote Paul. For it is in the story of the one and only God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised by that same faith. Sola Scriptura was inextricably linked to sola fide. Faith, not dogged positivity or wishful thinking rooted in the self, but an assurance alivened by the Spirit in what has been accomplished by God through our Lord Jesus is witnessed to through the Scriptures. To those who have never heard the Gospel, faith means so little. To Christians, it means so much. Let that alone be enough reason for us to share what we've come to know. Thanks be to God. Amen.